Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly Videocast and Podcast. Today, we'll be looking back at the season so far, who's impressed, who's flopped, and who the top 10 managers of the month are from the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Mini League. My guest for the podcast today, there's only one, but it is my right-hand man from the FPL Addicts and Esports Live commentary box. It's Elliot Craig. Elliot, how are you tracking, mate? Oh, I'm doing pretty well, thank you, mate. I can't wait to get into it and uh, dissect the four or so months we've had of the season so far, mate. Can't wait for it. Yeah, it's just the two juniors here today. Matty and uh, and Jack aren't joining us, so we're just going to be running the show. So uh, hopefully enjoy a different style of the podcast this week. We've got some of the same stuff, but a few different things as well. We've got a Premier League years style thing coming up. So if you're cultured and you know of the TV show Premier League years, you should be looking forward to that. But to start off, we're going to be looking at the results as usual from the last game week just gone. I mean, it's been an absolutely mammoth game week as game week 19. There's a lot of results to go through. So we'll go through those. There's about 20 games, I think, Elliot, and there's been a lot of brilliant football that's gone on. It's still not over, mate, is it? It's still not finished. It's just going to go on forever and ever this game week. <laughs> it, it does seem like it as we uh, bring up the results here. Game week 19 started in the Midlands when Wolves hosted West Brom at Molyneux. And West Brom got the job done. Big Sam Allardyce uh, did the work away at Molyneux. Mateus Pereira with two goals and Semi Ajayi for West Brom, Willie Bolly and Fabio Silva couldn't get the job done for the old gold side as West Brom powered to a Midlands derby win. Brighton in the Le- in the Ben White derby beat Leeds Ellen Road. Neil Mope with the winning goal after an assist from Alexis McAllister powered Brighton to all three points in Yorkshire. West Ham won the Claret and Blue derby against Burnley. Mikhail Antonio, a lot of people brought him in for this double game week. He scored. Pablo Fornals got the assist as West Ham left the London Stadium with all three points. West London derby as Fulham hosted Chelsea. Mason Mount with the only goal in that game. A lot of yellow cards there and even a red for Anthony Robinson. But Mason Mount with a decisive goal as the blue side of West London took the spoils. Leicester beat Southampton 2-0. Harvey Barnes wasn't an equaliser, but he scored. So did James Madison as Leicester beat Southampton by the score of two goals to nil. As mentioned, Sheffield United hosted Tottenham. Sheffield United would have been in good form after back-to-back wins, one in the FA Cup, one in the league against your Newcastle, but they couldn't get the job done against the North London side. David McGoldrick scored for the host, but Harry Kane, Serge Aurier and a masterful goal from Tongi Undombele meant Spurs had three goals and three points to go with them. The biggest game, it was mooted as going into it, the two heavyweight teams, the top two teams in the league, and they didn't fire in the biggest game of the season. A nil-all draw, a goalless draw as a lot of attackers blanked. Manchester City smashed Crystal Palace by the tune of four goals to nil. John Stones with two goals. I brought him in this week. Absolutely <laughs> buzzing. 21 points he got in that game. Ilkay Gundogan with a brilliant finish. And Raheem Sterling also got on the score sheet as Manchester City absolutely tonked the Eagles at home. There was nowhere for them really to hide. Another team who got tonked, Elliot, was your team, Newcastle. Again, I watched this game. I should have stopped watching Newcastle at this You're point. You're an idiot. You're an actual you idiot, you mate. <laughs> you weren't even here, and I still sat myself through a Steve was absolute disaster class. Yeah. Pierre Bamiang and a brilliant goal from Bakayo Saka and a sister Edmil Smith Rowe that goal as well. As Arsenal's young guns fire, they won by three goals to nil against Newcastle as the problems mount for Steve Bruce's men. West Ham beat West Brom by two goals to one. Mikel Antonio and Jared Bowen got the goals for the Hammers. Mateus Pereira scored again. It's been a massive haul for them. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. Kufal with another assist as West Ham got the points. 
Leicester beat Chelsea by two goals to nil. James Madison, brilliant interview, by the way, on Sky Sports after the game. And Wilfred Ndidi got the goals as Leicester beat Chelsea to return to the top of the Premier League. Manchester City beat Aston Villa 2-0. Ilkay Gundogan and Bernardo Silva scored as more clean sheets for Manchester City. You've got to have at least one Manchester City defender. Or in my case, I had three this week, so I was absolutely flying. And the final game to talk about for now is Fulham against Manchester United. And what a strike from Paul Pogba to win that game this morning. Alamola Luckman started the scoring for the Cottagers before Edinson Cavani equalised and Pogba struck home an absolutely brilliant winner from, from miles out, really, as Manchester United took all the points. Two games still to go in this game week. Liverpool will host Burnley and Aston Villa will play against your side, Newcastle. So there are all the results. A long one, that. But there we go. Elliot, we've still got your three shocks of the week from game week 19. You've had a lot of players to pick from. Who have you gone for as your top three? Yeah, thank you, mate. I'll try and keep it a little bit short so I don't bore everybody. But um, as I said, the game week's still not over yet, so these could be subject to change. But what I've gone with so far is firstly, we've got Man City defender John Stones, as you talked about. Whoever the course of two games managed two goals, two clean sheets and three bonus points, which gives him a game week score of 27 points. That's just ridiculous from a defender. And secondly, as you mentioned before, again, we have Mateus Pereira, who managed 24 points from three goals and a total of five bonus points from two matches. And then finally, the man in form, Mikel Antonio, who on his return managed 18 points from two goals and six bonuses from two matches. So there are your three shocks of the week, as we said, subject to change because there's still games left. Um, but they're definitely... John Stones is unreal. I, I woke up, I saw that he'd scored. I'm like, no way has he scored. And I watched I watched the second half of that game and John Stones had scored again. And just living well. at this point. It was, it, it was. It was a fair finish from, from John Stones. Him and Ruben Diaz have been incredible for Manchester City this season. We, have, we don't need to introduce any more guests because Matt and Jack aren't with us today. But what we will do is go through each of the teams um, for them so uh, we can talk about them a little bit, give them a bit of their time, even... In their absence. So to start with, we'll go with my team here. And I'm absolutely flying. I'm raising the bat. 105 points so far. And I've still got my captain to play his second game. Um, a little bit disappointed that I went with Cancelo over Ruben Diaz. I have corrected that already. But um, Cancelo still got a clean sheet this morning for Manchester City. So that wasn't too bad. But John Stones was the man of the moment. 27 points, as Elliot mentioned. Edison also got, got me 13. So I was absolutely buzzing. The, uh, the double of the West Ham defenders also worked with Dawson and Kufal, bringing 20 points between them. I've blanked so far with my captain, but I think Salah against Burnley, I think he'll contribute. And even Kane and Fernandez also did really well for me. And even my bench is set up, even uh, Sanchez on the bench for Brighton, seven points. But 105 points will probably be my highest of the season, well, this season. I don't think I'll top that, and I've still got Salah to go. So hopefully looking at somewhere around 120 if Salah can fire, we'll have to see. But that's me being optimistic, well above the average. Still haven't gone below the average this season, which I'm absolutely buzzing about. And I'm just outside that top 100k for the season. So massive green arrows so far. Elliot, what about you while you're here? Um, let's go through your team just quickly. You haven't had as good a week as me, but you're still doing pretty decently. No, and no, I, I said last week on the pod that I wasn't going to have the greatest week in the world because I wasn't going to be playing my wild card like you and Matt did. But I've, I've 64 points as of now. And as you say, I've still got Salah to play as well. So I'm above the average. Leno, a clean sheet against Newcastle, obviously not ideal for me. But um, Kufal, I've stuck with him most of the season, Kufal, and he's done the business for me, which was really nice. He got an assist and obviously got a clean sheet against Burnley as well, didn't he? 
Uh, my other two defenders, Walker Peters and Dallas, are going to be two of the people that I'm going to be getting rid of in the near future because their fixtures aren't great coming up and Leeds have just completely fallen off. So Bamford might be out the door as well. Harry Kane done well so far. Son done well so far. De Bruyne as my captain is fired, which is nice to see as always. And Salah's still got a game left. So as you say, I'm hoping for around that 70 mark uh, for this game. We cannot be more than happy with that, mate. So we just take the points and we move on to next week. Yeah, that's still not a bad score. Obviously, 70 in any game week's decent, but it's a really high average, this one. But um, yeah, obviously, you haven't played your wild cards. You didn't have the uh, full FPL game at your disposal. But I think Kufal was still a good shout from you. 12 points. He's um, doing really well. And I think, is he, do you reckon he's a must-have asset for any FPL manager out there? I think he's a bit of a gem at the minute. He has been for most of the season, to be honest. West Ham, I think they've, they've surprised everybody this season. No, I mean, they just about scraped survival last season, didn't they, in the last few games? And they're, they're doing really well this season. So I think their fixtures aren't great coming up, but he's, he's not expensive and he's doing the business. So I wouldn't see why not. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, definitely the West Ham defenders, they're looking solid at the back, are West Ham. But I mean, Kufal might be the best of the lot. We'll move over to our resident guru himself. And I said, I'm having a good week. Well, if I'm having a good week, I don't know what you'd describe this from Matt. 132 points, absolutely mammoth, just outside the top, just inside rather, the top 22k this game week. But let's have a look at this team. He's got 45 points between the two Manchester City defenders in Stones and Ruben Diaz. His defence has been insane, Kufal and also James Justin with 26 points between them. His midfield hasn't done so well, but he's at least returned, got a return from Kevin De Bruyne. His captain, he got him 16 points. Bruno Fernandes got eight. Suchek blanked, but... um. Obviously, everything else other than that pretty much is pretty brilliant. Kane and Mikel Antonio both contributed 18 points for the returning West Ham striker and 132 points with Salah and Martinez still to play. Elliot, what can you even say about this? This is absolutely incredible. I'm just speechless, mate, When he because he wasn't even sure he was going to be playing his wild card. So not much, like, obviously he planned this out and he had time, but you're the one that inspired him. And that evening he got in the WhatsApp group and he was saying... I think we're going to play my wild card, you know, lads. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, do it. I was like, we'll shoot you up the mini league and we'll see how it goes. But 132 points is just ridiculous, mate. Absolutely ridiculous. And he's he's done better than I did with my wild card. If we see where that puts him overall, inside the top 100k, and even had Emil Smith-Rowe on his bench, who got an assist against your lot, Elliot. So absolutely incredible week. And it may well set him up for a charge up the FPL Addicts and Esports Live mini league for the second half of the season in terms of our final guest who's also not with us always in the background here we've got jack gillibrand who if we look to find him here maybe i've gone past him but he's had an okay week has jack we'll just bring him up he's doing well he's, he's definitely the second half of the season he's fired but um yeah it's um atoned for his early start there he is jillers killers fc 69 points with the hits, that'll take him down to 65. But again, James Justin, he's done well all season. 14 points for the Leicester defender. Harry Kane also to contribute. But he forgot to change his captain in Phil Foden. So he uh, missed the deadline and it might well come back to bite him. Everything around it looks okay. But if you if he goes to say Harry Kane or Bruno Fernandes as his captain, as you may well have expected him to, he'd have got a little bit of a better score. He still has Salah to play. And also uh, Emmy Martinez, just like Matt has. But um, yeah, I'm slightly disappointed if you got to change his captain, but I'm guessing that Jack will be pretty happy with that. Would you be, Elliot? 
Yeah, I think if you're not playing your wild card this week, mate, you just got to try and stay with the pack, to be honest, because obviously you're seeing you and Matt as two prime examples. You're just getting absolutely mammoth scores. So you just got to try and limit the damage, stay with the numbers. And I think, you know, that's more than perfect. That score, that's that's perfect. So that's brilliant from Jack this week, definitely. I, I'd take that as I, I pretty much am. He's got a bit more than me, so he's done well. Yeah, he has. Obviously, like we said before, 70 points is nothing to be sniffed at. Down to 65, obviously, because of the points hit. But um, definitely a decent week, nonetheless. Just about above the average. So he'll be hoping to, to stay above that for this week. So now over to the Premier League years style segment. We're going to be going month by month on the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Mini League. We'll be talking about the biggest holes, the three biggest holes from each month. As you can see on the screen, we've got a little graphic that I've prepared just before. So Elliot, we'll start with the biggest holes of September. We've got Harry Kane and Hyungmin Son, respectively, both in the same game against Southampton. Hyungmin Son with 24 points and Harry Kane with 21. And also Mohamed Salah uh, with three goals and three bonus points against Leeds in the first game week of the season. Did you benefit from any of these holes? Because I, I know I did. I think I had Harry Kane at this point, and also possibly Salah. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But did you benefit from any of these? I had all three of them, mate. <laughs> oh, no, you did never. <laughs> I had all three of them. I was soaking it off in game week two after that Southampton game. It was ridiculous. I was like, this is a cheat code. This shouldn't be fair. I've had, I had all three of them. I think I have for the whole season. I've had all three of them. So <laughs> I was kept, laughing. You kept loyal. <laughs> Oh, you should be. But somehow, despite that, you're not in the top 10 managers for September. That was Andreas who got number one. We had uh, Theo in second as well. But um, that top 10 managers for off. We've got Levine uh, in third. I haven't heard a lot from him. We've got DS team in fourth. Tom Stones started well and then has fallen off a little bit. Bradley in sixth. Hamed in seventh. We've got Mugiwara in eighth. Morgan Hanley in ninth, who still snubbed us for that guest. So, um you know what, mate? Hopefully you um, you do a little bit worse in FPL and also he's a, he's a Burnley fan. Theo was on week one as a guest. So, you know, we've got the, uh, the uh, it's like the goalkeepers union, is it? It's the FPL addicts guest union. So hopefully he does all right. And Matt Cowley in 10th for that month. So how did September go for you, Elliot? Were you starting well or just finding your feet? I think I remember I was above average for... The first two, and I think game week three was when I first hit below the average by a point, I want to say. I think the average was 43, and I scored 42, and that was just a shocking week in general. But then from there, after that week, I remember it was the game week four when Newcastle played Burnley, and I had St. Maximin in. And I know I had a good week that week because of that man there, James Rodriguez as well. So I think that's when it started to kick in for me was game week four. So we'll get onto that now, I guess. Yeah, well, we are into October and Jack Grealish and Ollie Watkins for Aston Villa. That Aston Villa-Liverpool game, 7-2. It's still mad that that happened. I'm still comprehending the, how that happened. Yeah. Obviously, we had a lot of time for it to settle in, but how that happened, I think I'll never know. And we've got my old man Nathan Peel in second spot for October. He's not done anything since then, but decent month in October for him. Nearly got the manager of the month. Ahead of him was uh, was Josh Stewart, Werner she wrote, also a guest. So good man. Josh Cadella, uh, Joe Cadella rather, in fourth. He was also a guest. We've got Ralph in third. Craig in fifth for the month. We've got Stewart in sixth. Oliver Fox in seventh. Putu Danny in eighth. Cooper Tosavainen in ninth. And Prince Temi also equal ninth on 262 points. But a decent one, that is. Craig Moffat, manager of the local pub. Fair play to him. So he's a decent manager in real life and a decent manager in FPL, or especially for October anyway. But um, again, I, neither of us are anywhere to be seen. So we're, we're frauds, I guess, Elliot, lad. 
I'm, I'm hoping I'm on one of these, to be honest, mate. I'm second in the league now, so I'm, think, I'm still second, so I'm fingers crossed I'm in one of them at least. Otherwise, that's a bit of a poor showing, isn't it? I, I think it is. I think I don't think I am. I think you're in. I think you're in one. I can't remember which month it is, but I think you're in one. Or maybe it was the uh, in January, which we're not talking about. But Ollie Watkins and Jack Grealish for Villa were absolutely insane Ridiculous. in that game. Crazy, and they also Hammers as well. The D game against. Let's move on to November now. Got November to talk about, and then December. So November will start. And you're not there either. Amrasano was top of November. 216 points. We had Tom Stone in second on 212. Vimal in third. Panagiotis in third, uh, in equal third. Guns and Moses in four, in fifth. So uh, your favourite player, Victor Moses, getting a shout out there, Elliot. Uh, Oliver Fox again there in sixth. And Iser in seventh. Keith in eighth. Joe Cadella continuing his consistent form in ninth. And Peter in tenth. In terms of the biggest hauls, though, Riyad Mahrez against my least favourite club, Burnley. Absolutely hate Burnley, so I was really happy when uh, he scored that hat-trick. Bruno Fernandes, he's been brilliant all season and was absolutely insane at Goodison Park. And Lucas Fabianski with that penalty save against the worst penalty of the season. And in terms of Adam Ola-Luckman, who took that penalty, Elliot, he's uh, he's in a, in a bit of form now. Yeah, he's turned it around. I was I was going to say, we were actually, Newcastle were linked with him two transfer windows ago, but we didn't go for him when he was still at Leipzig as a loan. And he's looked good since he's come into the league, hasn't he? He's got a good cross on him, good finish on him. He can take a man on. So he's he's looking pretty decent for Fulham at the minute. He's doing the business for him. Definitely so. And Bruno Fernandes, if you haven't got him already, what are you doing? He's the man this year. He's the man. He's uh, been Manchester United's best player this season in their unexpected title charge. Absolutely mental still to utter those words. Uh, But moving on to the final month we're going to talk about will be December. Obviously, the festive season happened all and around then. Hopefully, you uh, got got away the FPL Christmas pudding and got a decent scores on the board. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to talk about January because we're midway through and you're not here either, Elliot. But Jad Gillibrand is in third. Which is quite incredible. Oh, how he fluke that? How does he fluke that? We've got a lot of we've got a couple of DS teams in here, but we've got Jalud in first on four hundred and four points, Yogi in second, Jack in third, Nijiran in fourth, Asama in fifth, Anune in sixth. We've got M or Quang Hassam FC in seventh. We've got DS team one in eighth, DS team two in ninth, and also Keith Thomas in tenth. In terms of the biggest halls, Scott McTominay in the in the game between Manchester United and Leeds, big traditional rivals those ones. Surely that surprised you, Elliot. From centre mid, uh, Jack's going mentally in the chat. He's in the background. Oh, no, he's not. What a manager. He's, he's bigging himself up. He called me cocky at one point, and he's he's going how, how good a manager he is. Look at him. The tables have turned. Two points off the top. But if I was him, I'd be buzzing myself. But Scott McTominay. Brilliant remember, stuff from, from him. I remember I had, I had Bruno Fernandes that week, and I looked at when I woke up in the morning, and I was like, Scott McTominay's taken all the spoils off Bruno Fernandes. How dare he? Who does he think he is doing that, scoring two goals that quickly? Shocking, shocking. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that surprised me as well, being obviously Scott McTominay. He's not renowned for big FPL hauls, but one person who is is Wilfred Zaha. Two goals and an assist and three bonus against West Brom. He's fallen under the radar a little bit as the Ivory Coast International. Yeah, I think that that West Brom game was their sort of like bounce back, wasn't it? Palace they won that quite comfortably. Was it five one? I want to say so. That was so. that, that was the game for them that sort of kicked their season back in the right direction because before that they'd had a few losses. Like I remember they lost to us two nil or whatever. And if you're losing to Newcastle two nil, you've got to get your, your your form set because that's just shocking. So I think I think that turned their season around for the better, Palace, and they're doing decently now. But I think they've got. A, a decent run of uh, fixtures coming up. Well, that might be Villa or Palace. I'm not sure which one it is. but No, it is. It is mm. Palace. 
Him and Grealish are the ones. Yeah, I'm looking at because I want them. But because you know, when you've got a midfielder that's playing in the forward line, it's just it's always just a cheap way to get points, isn't it? Because they get the extra. It's like imagine if a Bamiang, like we haven't mentioned a Bamiang this season. Imagine if he was like proper fire in this season as a midfielder, would have been ridiculous. It would have been mental. Obviously, he was. I think he was one of the most popular players before game week one, and hasn't done anything since. I mean, in the chat we've got here, Jack is just taking Matt's role. Look at him talking good five fixtures up for Palace. Zaha could make a comeback on FPL, and Villa assets are also ones to look forward for. Matt, if you're listening to this, mate, he's coming for your job. You're almost being made he's redundant scared. here, mate. You're gonna get your P45 if you're not careful. You need a good guru section next week when you're back on the podcast. But um, yeah, the FPL season so far. Elliot, how are you? Um, obviously, you must be buzzing with uh, with your season. You're absolutely flying. Um, what are your hopes for the second half of the season? And do you think you can take out that coveted uh, title of being the FPL addicts and esports live manager of the season? No, I don't think so, mate. To be honest, I've, I've I've sort of stuck with the pack for a while now up the top. But I don't know. The past few seasons, I've always said it. I've always had rubbish start, good finish to the season. So this season, hopefully, it's not the the inverse of it, and I can just keep it up. But I'm aiming for top five, top 10, and I'll be more than happy with that because there's a lot of good um, FPL managers in this league. So as long as I can get that, I'll call it an achievement for this year and then we can build on it from next year, mate. But no, I've, I've still got the wild card, still got the bench boost, still got the triple captain. So you never know what you can do with that. It only takes one week, as Matt has shown, because he's just rocketed up the league. So we'll just have to see how it goes, mate. Not at all. And we've just brought up the table here, the top 10 at the moment. We're going to talk through each of the top 10 briefly and the and the traditional podcast guest as well so we've got tom top spot he's been there for a lot of the a lot of the season 3.4k overall rank is absolutely mental nidjaran in second elliot you're there in third so you, essentially you're not giving yourself enough credit uh, we've got tom southworth in fourth we've got panagiotis in fifth jimmy in sixth we've got eno in seventh the guru himself matt day has rocketed up i don't know how many places that is to eighth we've got mustafa in ninth and james gasden the birmingham fan in tenth i'm just outside that top 10 um, 10,000 places about, so uh, I'm in 12th spot. Above Morgan Hanley, snubbed us as a guest. Come on, there we go, that's a win. Rovers better than Burnley, pride of Lancashire, we'll take that. Um, if we scroll down and we look for Jack Gillibrand, there he is, 35th spot. You know, he's not doing too bad, he's fallen a lot this week as a result of the um, the double game week and all that's happened there, but um, but he's still had a decent start to the season. I'm not sure if he's if he's happy with the score. But um, but hashtag back stronger. There we go. So he's looking for a big half of the season. In terms of me, though, I'm still hoping that I can potentially come back and at least do something. I don't think I'll win the league either. But um, hopefully I can do something. Maybe at top five, top ten, as you say. And I'll be buzzing. Champions League spot. I'll take that top four. (laughs) Hopefully I don't uh, do a Newcastle and finish, um, you know, 18th, 19th or 20th. Yeah, I don't think I'll be bottom. But uh, hopefully I'm in that top four by seasons and but that concludes the uh, podcast for this week and the video cast the story so far is complete and so uh, hopefully your double game week finishes with a flurry hopefully you've got over 100 points like myself elliot how do you reckon we've gone on this podcast mate just the two of us do you reckon we've done a decent job yeah we've done all right mate it's been quite good it's quite nice we should do this every time there's sort of a double game week or whatever i know there's a couple coming up or whatever or a international break because they're they're going to start heading on soon aren't they i think one March, March or whatever isn't there so we'll have to keep doing this definitely it's been good fun mate definitely so so as I said that concludes this podcast for this week stay safe take care and we'll see you next week back for the normal podcast in its full form